If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies. I'm your host, Patty Parlays, and joining me as always, looking fresh as always, in the nice Pacers zip up, Tyler. Tyler, welcome in. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right, we're good. A uh, little different setting today, doing house sitting, so uh, technical difficulties may occur. Uh, good to be here, though. Glad to see you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Diz is too cool for us, so Diz will not be joining us on today's episode. You guys can give him all of the, the hate and all the trash for all that. So, yeah, the Diz stands, as he says. That's right. All all of the Diz stands out there. Um, all right. So, like we've been talking about, we're in the middle of the NBA playoffs, and the NBA playoffs have been fantastic up to this point. But uh, we are just gonna go do a quick run through, give you updates on all the series. Uh, Jazz versus Mavericks. So the Mavs took a two-to-one series lead. They still have not had Luka for any of the playoffs. Uh, last episode, I did say I think the Mavs win this series in six after what we've seen. Um, now, Tyler, I have a question for you. If the Jazz lose in this first round, like it's looking like they might, you have to clean. Mm-hmm. You have to clean house, right? I mean, if... uh, I don't know. That's just tough. I mean. I don't think any of us thought they had the playoff, you know, talent for a playoff run. We've seen this a few times for them. Good regular season team, bad playoff team. Um, like, Rudy Gobert's just tough to play in the playoffs because, like, you know, he's not great at switching. He can protect the rim, but teams just hunt switches on him now. Donovan Mitchell's a little inconsistent. Like, you know, he'll put up some good stat lines, but he's shooting sub 50%. Tough. I mean, I know the Lakers want Quinn Snyder too. So if they do blow it up, it'll be you know that'd be their, one of their first choices in hiring. So he'll have a job afterwards, no matter what. <laughs> my my thought is just that, like, like you said, usually they're really good in the regular season, but every year they lose in like the first round of the playoffs. And um, this year they even kind of underperformed expectations in the regular season. So, I, I mean, I think it's just not working. And against a Mavs team without their best player and they're getting beaten at home, I mean, it, it it just seems like they'll either be stuck in, you know, the mediocrity of, like, making the playoffs, losing first round every year. You're not getting good draft picks. You're not making any progress. I mean, to me, I feel like you have to blow up that team if you uh, lose in this first round again. Just Pacers of the West, really. Like, that's... But- what but, Pacers had been doing up until this year. Right, you know, right. They've been trying, getting mid-round draft picks. It's hard to, like you said, hard to build off that. And, uh, I mean, they did make some moves. They traded Ingles even though, when he was hurt. You know, just not really sure what they got out of that. But Yeah. I mean, it is tough. He's one of their better players, so it happened. Yeah. All right, um, then Raptors 76ers, 76ers lead 3-0. I mean, that's, that series is over. Um, oh. It was unfortunate. We were hoping, I was hoping the Raptors were going to win that series, but uh, the 76ers just came out on fire, and then once Scotty Barnes got hurt, I mean, there's just, 
there was no chance for the Raptors. I mean, they played a heck of a game last or in uh, what game three? Yeah, just yeah. came up short at the end. Joel Embiid hit two just absolutely terrific shots that you're honestly that's the shot you want him to take, and he hit both of them. So can't really do much there. Yeah, Embiid's really good. Uh, there's just really no denying that. Um, Nuggets Warriors Warriors lead three zero. Kind of same kind of story. The series is over. The Warriors are looking like the team most people expected to see for most of the season from them. Um, Jordan Poole's looking like a third Splash Brother. So, uh, you know, that's that's kind of tough for everyone else. Uh, Steph Curry's ramping up a little bit. I don't know how many minutes he ended up playing. Um, they don't really need him if Poole's playing this way. So, Right. Uh, let's see. So Curry played 31 minutes last night. Um, the last two games he was averaging like 23 minutes, so he is ramping up a bit. Um, but, yeah, I, Warriors should win that series. Um, did, did Jokic officially win MVP? Uh, I don't know if it's been announced, but it seems like it's pretty much guaranteed from what everyone's saying. I think they closed the odds on betting on it, did they not? Uh, good question. Let's see. I'm on my phone. I can't check it this stuff. Right, right, right. Um, NBA. Yeah, they don't even allow you to bet on any of the awards, so I assume that's over, but, uh. Well, I mean, most of them have been announced. I'm just unsure if the MVP has been announced. Right, right. Um, Timberwolves versus Grizzlies. The Grizzlies now lead this series 2-1. to one. The Grizz came back after being down 26 at one point in Game 3 last night in Minnesota. Um, I that's, that's tough for the Timberwolves to come back and even make this a series at this point. Yeah, I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is having a rough go of it. He just, he can't keep himself from committing dumb fouls. Yeah. Like, this is – the team they're playing is great in transition, and he's committing fouls trying to get offensive rebounds. Like, he should just be getting back in these situations. He's literally pulling people down, like, and then getting mad at the refs for calling it. It's just not a good look for him. He's a great player, but his situational awareness is pretty rough lately. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm still holding out hope that maybe this uh... – this series can go seven for us. We we need a couple of these series to go seven after we might have two sweeps uh, to start it off. So, hoping this one goes the distance, but I don't know. It's not looking great. <laughs> um, and then we got the Heat versus the Hawks. Heat lead the series 2 nothing. There still hasn't been a game since last episode, so we're not going to go too deep into it. But game three is tonight, and we I'm sure we will talk about that. Actually, we can talk about that now. Uh, any any thoughts on this game tonight? It's the first game that is back in Atlanta. I know. I know. Just from oh. betting on these teams all season, the Hawks at home are unbelievably good at covering the spread. Hawks on the road are unbelievably bad at covering the spread. So if this was like a regular season game, I would look at taking the Hawks uh, here in this one. I think the spreads is like two in, points or something. Well, I'm seeing one and a half right now. Right. At least from what ESPN is saying. I mean, yeah. I think I'd have to lean Miami on that one still. Yeah. They've just been 
the better team this whole or the first two games. I don't really see much changing. No, and and They're without phenomenal on defense, honestly. Without Capella being in, uh, the, the Hawks lack size, um, and that's perfect for the Miami Heat because they also they I mean they have Bam Adebayo, but he's not really what I consider like a big like, right? You know, like get down low and he's like bang bodies. Six, eight, six, nine. Yeah, so. Uh, that works in the uh, the Heat's advantage, I think. And so, I, I yeah. Um, Celtics versus Nets. So, uh, the Celtics got down early in Game 2, but then came back and won. It's kind of the reverse of Game 1, except the Celtics actually ended up pulling it out in Game 2. Um, so, Celtics lead the series 2-0, going back to Brooklyn. Or going to Brooklyn. I guess they haven't been there yet. They're yeah. going to Brooklyn. But, uh, Tyler, did you hear the good news today? About Robert Williams, Time Lord. They're they're saying he might be back for Game Three. I mean, they could use him. That would be big for business. Yeah, he if he's ready, it would be. I mean, he did have a meniscus tear, I believe. So seems a little early to be coming back. We'll see how he plays. If he can, I mean, it's he's key to their switching. If he's on the court, they can pretty much switch everything for a short period of time. That'd be huge for keeping Kyrie from getting to the rim as much as he has. Yeah. So, I don't know. The Celtics have been looking pretty good, man. And uh, with with the injuries for the Bucks, I mean, it looks like the the Celtics might be able to run away in the East. And maybe I don't. Who would they play if they win this series? Do you have any idea? Um, Milwaukee, maybe. I'm not sure. That that would be ideal for you guys. That's I think that's the matchup you want at this point. But, um. Moving on to that series, the Bucks versus the Bulls series is tied one to one. Game three is tonight in Chicago, but Tyler Middleton is out for a while, and so is George Hill. Um, I I don't know that this Bucks team is deep enough to hold on without those two guys. Uh, I think they can hold on against the Bulls. I I don't know, man. I so I definitely took a flyer on the Bulls to win this series after the Middleton news. Um, I think it was like plus 220 for the Bulls to win the series, which I liked a lot. But uh, I, I looked at the uh, the minutes from last game, and yeah. the Bucks had seven players that played more than 20 minutes, and one of those one of those was Middleton. So that means, and then they had three players that. Uh, each played less than ten minutes on that uh, uh, on that team. So if you're out Middleton out of that seven, so you have six guys that you maybe feel comfortable with playing a lot of minutes, you're going to have to throw in like a Pat I think, Comet and Grayson Allen. Uh, yeah, that's tough. So I mean, and and I the Bucks have kind of underperformed at least ATS all season long. And mm-hmm. if if they're missing one of their best three players, uh, th- that could be troublesome for the uh, the Bucks. I, they might they might see an earlier exit than most people were anticipating. I still have another Antetokounmpo they can throw in there, Pat. That this this is true. They do have that. What's better than one? Two of them. Double trouble. That's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Game three tonight, that might uh, be able to shift and give you an indication on how this series might turn out. 
Um, especially if the Bulls, who are a better team at home, you know, get a lot more out of their role players, feed off the crowd a little bit. Uh, Milwaukee might be in trouble. Um, their role players do not play. <laughs> like I'm looking at the bench minutes for uh, the Bulls. They are 14, 8, 7, 10, and 7. So they don't really see the court. Not like, not a lot, yeah. Like our guy, Dosunmu, played seven minutes. He's a pretty quality player. I don't. That's kind of tough leaving him on the bench that much, but. Yeah, yeah, but maybe maybe the the Bulls saw what the Bucks were doing, and the Bucks were only playing you know six seven guys, and they thought, well, we kind of got to match that or to even keep this close and win this game. So. I mean, it looks like throwback to Tom Thibodeau minutes when he was a coach. Levine, 43, Caruso, 38, Vucevic, 36, DeRozan, 44, and Patrick Williams, 32. And two of those guys are coming off pretty long injuries. That that seems like a bad idea to me. Hey, that's why they get paid the big bucks, right? Yes, sir. And then the final series here, Tyler, Suns versus the Pelicans. This series is also tied one-to-one. Because uh, Booker went out at the second half of Game Two, allowing the Pelicans to come back again. We haven't had a game since uh, the last episode, but uh, this is another one where I took a flyer on the Pelicans at plus two twenty to win that series. People, people have been sleeping on the Pelicans all year, and uh, I, I do think the the Suns are deep enough and good enough to win, but. Uh, this Pelicans seems kind of sleepy. I think they can at least make a series out of this. Before he got hurt, I thought this was going to be an easy sweep, but turns out I was wrong. Um, Brandon Ingram's been playing pretty well, if I'm remembering correctly. And McCollum, uh, man. McCollum's been a dog. I still just don't see the Pelicans winning this one at all. Uh, no, the, my my bets with the Bulls and the Pelicans winning the series is more like just trying to capture decent value and like gr- grasping at some straws there. Um, but, yeah, yeah. So game three yeah. is tonight. It is in New Orleans, um, and actually both this game and the Bulls are like two or three point. The home home dogs are two or three point dogs. I'm just looking at the stat line from uh, the last game, and they shot 56.7% from three <laughs> on 30 attempts. That's tough to replicate. Are you, tr- are you trying to say that's not sustainable, Tyler? McCollum, six, at, or six for 10 from three. Ingram, three for three. Herb Jones, two for three. Uh, Murphy, the third, three of five. Alvarado, two of two. Larry Nance Jr. even hit one. Like that just doesn't seem sustainable to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's not great, but uh, you know, we do what we can. All right, Tyler. Anything you want to talk about NBA playoffs wise before we uh, we move on? I think we find that in Timberwolves game without somebody trying to glue themselves or chain themselves to the court. Ah, uh-huh. and this—that's that's interesting too because this game was actually in Minnesota. So you you right. you would think if there was going to be protests, you know, maybe actually in the home stadium, think. it would happen. 
Well, maybe they're actually checking people's pop, you know, when they go through security. Ooh. Like, hey, do you have any chains on you? Do you have <laughs> a large bottle of glue? Yeah. Okay. I guess that's fair. I, I guess I didn't think about that. Maybe they crack down on an extra. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm good. I'm, I'm glad there was no interruptions in the games. But uh, let's move on. Ooh. Oh, wait. Hold on. I got an update here. Robert Williams intends to return for limited limited minutes on Saturday. Oh, there we go. So it sounds like, you know, he's they're going to kind of test it out, maybe give him yeah. a few minutes. Yeah, he does. See so, if he can keep up. Yeah, that's the, that's the real thing, but uh help help on the way to a two, a Celtics team that's up 2-0. You got to you got to feel good about that one. Yeah, you just got to hope he's ready. I mean, this series Celtics are up two nothing, but honestly, it could have both of those games could have gone either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you're going to Brooklyn, so right. Uh, you got to hope he's ready to bring it. Exactly. All right, let's talk the dumbest dummy competition. I went two and zero on Wednesday, so a good little bounce back for me. The NRSI dashboard is buzzing. It's pr- it's producing like I thought it would. So uh, that's that's always that's always good news. Um, I am down six point three eight units, and Diz is down three point two one. But I don't remember what he bet on on Wednesday, and he never texted me and told me what his results were for Wednesday. So his number could fluctuate, but mine is at the down six point three eight units. Did he actually bet? Yes, yes, he did. Ooh. He he took, I think it was two of Rankle's model picks and then one of his own, but I don't know how either of those did. So, um, all right, Tyler. So I, my bets for tonight: I've got two NRSIs. I've got the Cardinals Reds NRSI, and I've got the Mets Diamondbacks NRSI. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the Rangers and Athletics over a half a run in the second inning. And then I dipped my toe back into first baskets last night, Tyler, and I hit two of the three games that played last night. So it has brought me back just a little bit. So I'm playing two tonight. I'm going Brooke Lopez at plus 550 and DeAndre Ayton at plus 380. There you go. Patty first baskets is back in business. Patty first basket parlays. <laughs> parlay them together. Well, naturally. I mean, come on. You know who you're talking to here. Be a little bold move. It certainly is. But I will say I have hit a three-leg first basket parlay before, and it is a great feeling. Oh, I bet. <laughs> you just need to start hitting those method of first baskets FanDuel's offering. So I, I, did, I did a couple of those as well. They're not my dumbest dummy bets. Yeah. But... But I think I got That's high risk, high reward. Right. I want to say, let me see if I can find it. But I think I got like DeAndre Ayton to get a dunk first basket, and then uh... here, let's see. Okay, so I got uh, Bam Adebayo to get a dunk first basket, and DeAndre Ayton to get a dunk first basket. Individually, so Bam Adebayo dunk is plus eighteen hundred. And DeAndre Ayton dunk is plus twenty one hundred. Pretty juicy. Yeah. So uh, we're we're hoping for those to fall for us tonight. 
still think FanDuel could bump the, make those odds a little juicier because that is a tough thing to predict. It is, but the problem is, too, I think because it's the playoffs, I think so many people are betting on those and actually hitting on some of them. So they're like, well, we don't want to, like, actually give, you know, too much yeah. money away. I gotcha. All right, Tyler, group best bets. So we went one and two again. We can't seem to get on the positive side of those. We keep going one and two. Um, as a group, we are down 6.68 units. So we're, we're still right there within striking distance with about a week left in April. We got we to gotta finish strong here. What are we – oh, well – let me let me throw let me throw a suggestion out for you for the, this first one. Let's hear it. How do you feel about the Heat team total over one hundred and eleven point five points? Now, in the first two games, the Heat have scored exactly one hundred and fifteen points in both, and both games have really kind of been blowouts, right? There hasn't been like yeah. that close game. I think if the Hawks are going to keep this game close, which I think they might because they're at home. They're going to have to outscore the Heat. They're not going to play defense. They're not going to lock the Heat down. They're going to have to outscore the Heat. And I think even if this game is close at the end, they'll go back and forth. I think the Heat maybe hit some free throws at the end of the game to help boost their totals up even more. I, I like this Heat team total over 111.5. I'm with it too because this team doesn't really play defense in the first place and then not having Capella to get the rebounds, you know, not really going to have anyone that gets them an offensive rebound, so they're not going to be taking the possessions away from Miami. I like it. I think they'll be able to score pretty well. All um, right. I know a weird one here. The ESPN matchup predictor is actually 60.1% on Atlanta, which is not what I was expecting to see. I I, I think I saw that like the, the Hawks are – either 5-0 straight up or 5-0 ATS in their last five home games. I mean, re- really on home, they, at home, they've been a different team. I mean, coming into these playoffs, they were one of the hottest teams in the NBA. Um, so I, I think a lot of people think this is like a night and day difference for this Hawks team, home versus away. Um, so that's why I'm kind of staying away from like the, the spread on this game because I'm not sure – which Hawks team we'll see, but I'm pretty confident we'll see consistency from the Heat. That makes sense. I mean, I do think they're going to score because, like we said, they don't. Atlanta not a great defensive team, and Miami's been pretty good so far. Yeah, but I think it's a pretty pretty solid bet. Um, and then, how do you feel about the St. Louis Cardinals money line versus the Cincinnati Reds? Now it's a- um, I'm a little conflicted on it, Pat, because as you know, I put, you know, a dollar down for the future on the Cardinals to win. Yep. But then last night, the Marlins soared. They did. They certainly did. Now, is it possible, though, and and I I was thinking about this. I was thinking the same thing you were. How could we lose to the Marlins? Um, The Cardinals are actually 7-1 against the Marlins in the past two seasons combined. And so uh, the fact that they lost that first game last night was tough. But it may have been a look-ahead spot. They were in Miami. It was the last game of the series. And then now today they're traveling to Cincinnati to play their in-division rival. It was a bit of a look-ahead game for the Cardinals, I think. And 
to give you some more kind of uh, inspiration, maybe the Reds are have won two games all season. Okay. Yeah, they're terrible. The the Reds are two and eleven. The Cardinals are seven and four. Also, Rank's model has picked the Ooh. Cardinals to win this game, and the Cardinal we can get the Cardinals right now at minus one twenty two. Not bad. I think that's too good of value to pass up. And he, even Diz, even Diz, a red diehard Reds fan, said that he would take he would listen to Rank's model and take the Cardinals over his beloved Reds. So I think the Cards money line is the play there. Okay, I like it. I'm with it. Um, and then... uh, do we know if Scott Staff was in attendance for the Marlins game, and is that what boosted him? Maybe he like was the opening act for the Marlins game yeah. and they just helped him soar. I don't know. These, these are the, these are the questions that we need answered. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and this is a bit of a look ahead spot here, Tyler, but uh, I can't believe what I'm seeing here. How do you feel about the Dallas Mavericks plus four and a half versus the Utah Jazz tomorrow? You're going against the Utah Jazz at home. They just lost to the Mavericks at home without Luca, and they're thinking Luca's going to play tomorrow. Um, Luca plays. I'm 100% with it. The only problem is we don't know that Luca's going to play, but they have won two of three games without him in this series. I mean, I expect a little bit of bounce back from them. I'll be honest. That's that's but, completely fair. I can't I can't argue with that. I just was maybe throwing that out there. Um, um I mean, we're down. We we're down units. We need to uh, make something a little juicier. That probably, if we can get it now without Luca, we probably have a little better line. There a little better odds, don't you think? Uh. So if we get in early, because it's minus five now. It's minus four and a half right now for Utah. Oh, I'm seeing, yeah, I'm seeing minus five for Utah. But even if we get in, we might get a better number now. I don't know that we would get better odds because the spread's usually around minus one ten regardless. Unless well, you I'm want... just saying the better number. That's more what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think we would definitely. I don't think there's a way that number stays at four and a half if Luca's playing. All right, I say let's go for it. Full send. All right, so then for those that are following along, we are doing group best bets. We're doing the Miami Heat team total of over one, 111 and a half points. We are doing the St. Louis Cardinals money line versus the Cincinnati Reds. And we are doing the Dallas Mavericks plus four and a half tomorrow uh, versus the Utah Jazz. All right, Tyler, that just leaves us with the Hail Mary parlay of the day. Did you get a chance to look at the value? I didn't look this time. Okay. So to give you a hint, 15 legs, I believe. Um, Eight of them are in the MLB, three of them are in the NBA, and four of them are in the NHL. All right. Gonna guess. Uh, wait, how many legs again? One more time. Fifteen legs. Ooh, I'm gonna guess 
one dollar to win three thousand. One dollar to win five thousand four hundred and seven dollars and eighty six cents. It's it's always no. tough, especially when I have NHL in there because the NHL bets you you can get anywhere as high as like minus three hundred to all the way to like plus money bets. So anytime there's hockey in there, it's going to be tough to gauge. But the NBA and the MLB are pretty much consistent. Yeah. Uh, we will start in the MLB. So I got Cardinals first five money line versus the Reds. Phillies first five money line versus the Brewers. Giants first five money line versus Nationals. Braves first five money line versus Marlins. Cubs first five result versus the Pirates. Dodgers first five minus a half versus the Padres. Mets first five money line versus the Diamondbacks. And A's first five plus a half run versus the Rangers. And then in the NBA, I got the Heat team total over 111.5. Bulls plus two and a half versus the Bucks. And Pelicans plus two versus the Suns. And then in the NHL, I have Blue Jackets money line versus Senators. Wild money line versus the Kraken. Avalanche Oilers under six and a half. And then Capitals money line versus the Coyotes. We're going to hit one because it's been a minute, right? Yeah, that would be great. I would love to to hit one of these. Uh, also, I, I've thought about this too. So back back in the day and back when I last hit the Hail Mary Parlay of the day was when they had the Hammer Don uh, rollover. So you would get like an mm-hmm. additional 500 bucks on top of whatever you won. Yeah. But it was it was restricted to 10 legs and they all had to be worse odds than minus 150. Like so, it could be minus one thirty, could be plus value. It just couldn't be anything lower than minus one fifty. Right. And so that that was what I hit the last time. So I'm almost wondering, instead of continuing to grow these legs, if maybe I start out with limiting it to ten legs at uh, minus one fifty value or better, and then once that hits, then maybe I'm okay with adding a leg or two you know, and so on and so forth. So I, I might, I might be experimenting with limiting the legs until we hit one of these, but uh, that, that might be a, uh, a May thing. All right. I mean, we'll get one eventually. You, you're due, right? If you're, if you're not, if you're, you're either hot or you're, you're, due. Not hot, you're due. Yeah. I will say though, last night on uh, just straight up bets, I did go 14 and four. So I, the baseball has been helping. I'm a big baseball better. I have a good system for baseball betting. I, I, I'm I'm zeroed in on it. So uh, I I think I think the hail mary parlay of the day. Once baseball season hits, the hail mary parlay of the day, you know, steps it up a bit. All right, I'm with it. All right, Tyler. Anything you want to talk about before we uh, call it a day? Uh, no. I mean, dog sitting, house sitting. So going to be a little different view this week <laughs> so just I'll, it'll be till i think i'll be back at my place next friday so might have a little dog noise a little wind noise hey it's not a problem we just appreciate you even when you're outside of your element that you're uh, giving it all for the squad oh That's wow pretty solid view yeah look at that dang the great city of indianapolis Yes, sir. We're here. We are here. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Bet by Dumb. Also, make sure you check us out on YouTube. Go to the 
YouTube.com, type in Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar. Uh, look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But we hope you have a nice, long, profitable weekend, and we will see you all on Monday.